Welcome back to Finding Catharsis. I'm your host, Simon Bettenkirth, and my guest today is a good old friend from high school, Kevin. Um, he, I known him, I've known him for quite a while, and while he's changed a lot from what I initially, uh, when I initially met him, he is by far still probably one of the funniest guys I know. Kevin? Hey, yourself. what's up? Uh, you want to introduce yourself a little bit? A little bit about uh... you? Yeah, so I'm Kevin. Um, honestly, I don't know what to say about me. I'm just a normal dude living a normal life. I try to not be a piece of shit, you know, realistically. Even though it's fun at times to just be a dickhead. Oh yeah, I I could tell you for sure when when I post it, like whenever I like post the episode and like I tag you in it, I'm like more than certain there'll be a few people me like you actually talk to him like is, he's a piece of shit definitely this, and I can't yeah. wait because a lot of like my mindset is like while you say some really ridiculous shit on Twitter and social media, um, I most I know for like most of it you don't genuinely mean it. It depend. I definitely think it's context dependent when I can really gauge like. Is he being serious? Is he joking? But, yeah, yeah. It's part, very depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I just do things to get a reaction out of people. I'll be honest, because it's hilarious. Yeah. Everybody's so caught up in their own world nowadays. Oh, and everything's sure. so black and white. Where if you don't agree, or if someone disagrees with the way you see things, like you're a monster. They perceive you as like the worst kind of person. It's fun seeing that side of people come out because it's like. Oh, I'm the monster, but you're the one saying all these horrible things about me right now. Who's really the monster, you know? Yeah, it's, they definitely, uh, one of the things I noticed, uh, I'm not gonna say who they are, but, um, I, one of the things I've noticed is, um, they'll say things about you, but, like, as, like, an attempt to take the moral high ground, but they lose it by saying terrible shit about you, so it's like... Exactly! Or so it's like, I, what, what really is it? You know, what are you really trying to defend right here? Yeah. You know, or or what? I feel like sometimes, like one of the things I saw, for example, is someone taking you for face value. So like I saw yeah. one post. Yeah, <laughs> I saw one person post on their stories about you. Uh, they were saying like he's still as ignorant as like he used to be, and I'm like, well, I feel like you're only still looking at it at the face value of it. Yeah, he's saying some ridiculous shit on Twitter, but I think that like by you just taking it for face value and then correlating it to how you know him as it doesn't always portray the same picture because I, I like i mentioned to you when uh, you invited me to that cookout uh, like a few months ago totally thought okay. i was gonna get fucking mugged or robbed because <laughs> I, I remember you as like this just fucking this goon this fucking ignorant ass dude. <laughs> but like i actually got to like sit down with you and like really conversate and like we were I, for the i saw like all this growth and like this change you've done and i'm like i'm really excited to have like for you to have that like totally surprised saw it from left field but i think it's hilarious that people like they won't take the time to like conversate with someone that they disagree with or like who right. they think is like still it's still the same hasn't changed but it's really great to actually have seen how much you to see all the change you've done and but still continue to be this like hilarious ignorant person that, that's why i do it because i think it's um i think it's funny like looking back and how much like i've changed uh what i've what I've changed about myself and things that I've realized that I probably should work on. Um, when I do the opposite of those things, I do it on purpose as a way to, like I said, to get a reaction out of somebody. Because I know someone's going to say something. Yeah. But truthfully, a lot, a lot of things are, 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 are really just, just that. 
just face value stuff where if you take it for what it is, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm sorry. You're going to have, you're, you're not going to like me at all <laughs> at all. Yeah, no. Um, so for, for people who don't know, uh, and if you don't mind, well, one of the things that I've been seeing a lot about you that is like, kind of like made your name pop up and like more people that I follow is like, uh, your Twitter, um, uh, you tweeting out, uh, not too long ago, something about like women not having rights. I think yeah. I think that as a I think that is like a joke is hilarious because I'm all in for like that dark shit. But I think what people forget sometimes is that like you you have like this portrayal like on social media of like just being like this ignorant dude, but like they never see like the like we mentioned like you don't see like the actual like backbone of like oh no I actually don't believe in this stuff. The fact that you think I would is just utterly hilarious. It's to hilarious. Me. So I'm gonna keep <laughs> perpetrating and just keep pushing you, and I, I find it like I find it funnier when people get the reaction because I was one of those people like not too long ago like when I like kept fo- like when I followed you on social media I'm like seeing like you post about like MAGA and Trump and I'm like does he like <laughs> part of me is like he believes it but the other part of me is like he doesn't believe it. No, but, but people like I, I do find it interesting because that's a lot of uh, what we're going to discuss, uh, like about politics, like in the modern day, is that people taking things for face value and not like actually like or or what I would say is like trying to simplify and make these things black and white, like you said, or trying exactly to, like, sub, like group people together just because let's say let's say if you are actually a Trump supporter or you actually believe the things you're saying. Does it necessarily mean that, like, you're a... That I'm a person? horrible person, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, right. So, like, for um, example, like, with tr- I'm only going to use Trump, but Biden definitely has his, like, his no-nos. He's definitely said some shit that I find both questionable mm-hmm. and hilarious. But I think, like, that's the same thing with Trump. There are some things he said, I'm like, yo, that's really fucked up. But also, like, it's pretty fucking funny. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... um... Yeah, no, I said, now that, you know, that he's out of office, you know, am I even right about that? Is he really going to get out of office? You know, supposedly Biden won the election, but I don't know. But I said it. There's never going to be a president as funny as him, ever. Oh, no, because it's kind of like, it's the shift. Had he won re-election, honestly, I, first off, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with I don't know. What, honestly, God, I'm like, uh-oh. But like I know with like I, I know with Biden, even though he's like he's not always the the best person, he's not he's not the best person. I do find it like I think it's gonna be a revert back to like some sense of like people are not gonna care as much about politics as they used to with Donald Trump, and I think that's a huge thing. Like I do think that Donald Trump's a shitty leader, a shitty person. But while I will grant him, and while I will you know you know give him a round of applause for, a pat on the back for, is that. Because of, like, his incompetency of being a, a president, everyone was watching my- politics with a microscope. Everyone. Right. Whether, and I think that's, like, an important thing, you know? Like, in, in all seriousness, I think people should actually, like, more, I, and millennia, like, younger people inclu- specifically, they should be knowing, like, who their governor is, who their congressman is, who are, the, you know, their, their politicians. And actually, it should be deeper than that. They should know what policies they're implementing, exactly. how they're going to affect the community. You know, that's the problem that a lot of people don't realize. They just they just look at, oh, Biden's not Trump. I've always said this. The main reason why a lot of people don't like Trump is their pure blind hatred for him. Yeah. They, they, they let that affect everything else about judging him, which, you know, I, I understand. He's a, sh- he's a shitty guy. He is. 
But you can't just blindly hate something without knowing because that's not that's not that's just ignorance at that point. That's actual ignorance. Yeah, exactly. You 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 said it perfectly. Like um, there's a quote from one of my favorite uh from one of my favorite like web shows, but they talk about like you don't hate someone because someone told you to. You hate them because you know them personally. You know all the right. things about them. You hate them because they're an asshole or a slob or a know-it-all. Those are reasons to hate someone. You don't hate someone because someone told you to. And right. You, what kind of, you know, you, you can't live, what if, what if everybody lived their life like that, you know? Oh, I don't like this guy because my friend doesn't like him. Well, yeah, you know, you're never going to get far like that. Yeah, and that's kind of, it's pretty much like, um, that's like cancel culture in a nutshell. It's people yeah. all, it's like someone saying like, he did some fucked up shit. We all got to hate on him. He's like, well, right. I, I think it's, I think cancel culture as a whole is just fucking stupid. But it, Cancel it's culture that, is the most toxic thing there is. But, but it's mostly ignorance. And, you know, we, people like to, I think people like to, like, fuck with the idea of, like, what ignorance really is. So, like, for, for us, for example, like, growing up in high school, we use ignorant for somebody, or I, I, I assume, because I, I never really use the term myself, but, like, it was mostly used for somebody who's for someone who would say like some sh- some like real shit in a way that like comes out of nowhere or would just yeah. say some, like stupid <laughs> like some serious stupid shit like racist shit like stuff is like that's totally wrong but like damn you're fucking it's crazy you're in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah no um no I agree I agree yeah and I feel like I f- I find it just hilarious because like. People, one of the biggest things, and I feel like you, you can, you can attest to this a lot, is that people will, and I'd say that mostly for like people who are pretty liberal. I feel like a lot of them will say sometimes like they're really open minded, and I find that far from the case because yeah, you can't. I don't agree with all Republicans. I, I'm, I would say I'm pretty liberal. I'm, a, I'm a liberal myself, but I think like in my ability of being open-minded, I'm willing to, like, take someone who said, like, for what they say, and, like, ask them follow-up questions. Try to, like, actually discuss and, like, understand where they're coming from to see, like, do they really believe in what they say? Or are they, like, someone you said who's, uh, who's just, you know, following what other people said? And, and it happens sometimes, especially in politics, you know? Like, there are the, 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 uh, the left, I would say, they're, they post a lot of videos of, like, shows from, like, a Comedy Central, or The Daily Show, or um, yeah, these like political lot, comedy uh, shows, and they'll post some like these Trump supporters, and you'll see like, oh yeah, they joke about them being like blind supporters, but like it, I feel like people are doing it like, ha ha, look at the, who supports Donald Trump. But I think like the real problem is really, I think the, the bigger issue to people being is like, oh wow, they're they really are blindly supporting this person based off what they're saying, and they don't really have anything to stand on. That's like a problem. And I feel, right. like, I feel like people are, like, overlooking that and just laughing. They're like, aha, we were right, when it's not really that. And I think a bigger problem, too, with, like, politics, or, like, at least politics uh, post-Trump has always been a um, – you, Donald Trump's used this term, like, feelings over facts. Um, they'll, mm-hmm. like, put how they – the as an attempt – as a way to attack the left. They'll put their feelings how they feel over facts, but that's a common thing people do in general. The problem, I think, like, no one wants to be wrong, right? So, if you're, you get in a fight with your girlfriend, right, and you know she's wrong, and you tell her she's wrong, she gets more mad, right? Right. Right? 
and that's and that's the problem with like politics or like any try to, like people who like say they're open minded but aren't really. If you attack them, ask try to ask them like a critical question on their beliefs, they find it as an attack on their feelings and like they 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 yeah they 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 they, they get offended and they start getting defensive. Yeah, and that uh, and that's when these things get ugly. Yeah, that doesn't allow for actual prop uh, actual like. Discourse. conversation and exactly. development of, of of thoughts and processes no, nobody wants to have that anymore i out of all the people so like out of all the people who like um because you, you've probably seen it out of all the people who've like mentioned like the the your uh women don't deserve rights tweet how many of them like let's say out of like 10 let's say there's 10 of them out of those 10 how many of them actually like confronted you about it and asked you like are you really serious about this or like how many of them have actually like confronted you on it? Um, well, to be honest, my Twitter consists of like eighty percent of people thinking that I'm serious, and the other twenty percent of people like you that know I'm literally just playing around. Oh, so God. there's no like, oh. it's either they think I'm a genuine piece of shit, or or they know I'm playing. So there's no nobody really confronted me about it. Nobody really asked me about it. But it's hilarious when when I see like you, you know, some of my other buddies. They know what I'm actually like. You know, I have I've been surrounded with women my entire life. My mother, I have all sisters. I don't have a brother. Mm-hmm. I have a, a lovely girlfriend that I love from the bottom of my heart that I've known for years. So for me to say something like that, if you knew me, you would know. Clearly, it's a joke, you know. I like some of the rumors. and oh, um, go on, go on. the the one thing that really I thought was hilarious was uh, some girl. I'm not going to say who, but some girl uh, posted me on her story. And she started berating me with a whole bunch of, you know, nasty stuff. And my, my friend actually confronted her. And he said, you would be laughing at this comment if Dave Chappelle had met it. So why is it that when other, these other people get to say stuff that people think it's funny? But if I say something, I'm just labeled as a horrible person off rip. Yeah, you know, that that's actually a really good point. Because I feel like some, I, I feel like it, there's, it's, I feel like sometimes people do it because they, know you and i use air quotes on that no part because like no one really knows like for example dave Chappelle. we know him as a comedian who says some real shit from time to time but we don't actually like know him know him he's been very right. honest and very transparent sure but like you still could you you know he's a comedian but on the other hand like for you for example they know you as a person that they like went to school with or have interacted with before so they feel like they they should put, know me better or right. yeah, or they feel like, excuse me, they put like this um this false perspective of you, and that's not always necessarily that's not healthy. I mean, and like you said earlier, like sometimes like oh you hate you gotta hate this person because my friend told I hate this person. It's like you you make those uh, assumptions, you make those assumptions of someone like oh well I know them, I can't believe that there's this person, so I'm gonna assume that he's this piece of shit when. Really, if you ask the questions and try to like actually like confront them on it, you can pretty easily in just a few questions like destroy people's like mindsets if they're, oh, like, if they're not like actually genuine on it. Like for you, for example, if someone were to actually confront you on these tweets, you'd be like, "Oh no, dude, I'm obviously joking. I think it's funny that people take me seriously." But if you really ask, like, "No, I think women having rights is like a really valuable, important thing." You're like you said, you know, you. When I found out that you had nothing but sisters, I was like, "Damn, that's wild. That's whole. That's just insane." Being the one guy of like, how many sisters do you have? Like four? 
I have uh, an older sister and two younger sisters. Yeah, I, I think that's hilarious. I also find yeah. it funny when you're like, I, when, I, when I like first got to know you in like high school, it's like you'd be like an absolute clown just saying some crazy shit. And then like when I saw, I think I saw like you, uh, you were saying like, oh yeah, I got to pick my sisters. And you're like being like an absolute sweetheart. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? There's no way. <laughs> that switch just turns on and off. But I, but again, like, I think that's like the problem too. Like, and I, you're absolutely right. Like people will like, it's a lot easier for some if it, if someone else said it, a comedian said it, because there's some like context. Right, right. But I think that I think that's that's absolutely hilarious. That's. Um, I think a lot of it. I think the the the, the most part why I do stuff like that is because I'm honestly I get bored sometimes. Yeah. You know, I don't. Uh, compared to how I used to be. You know, I'm pretty much home. If I'm not at work, if I'm not working, I'm home. You know, yeah. I'm with the family, with my girlfriend. Uh, you know, it's just like, it's a different lifestyle, I guess, now. Yeah, I re- totally remember your, it's, it's insane to see that. And I think that's, the, I think that's like the, the disconnect too that people have is that they're not, um, they don't see like the progress because you're you're not a big poster on like Instagram or anything about like your actual no. personal life, my actual life, right? Yeah, but like the photos that you do have only share this image that people like can connect to. It's like, oh wow, Kevin hasn't posted like forever. He's probably still like part like like I did. I just a party like, animal, yeah, just an animal all over. But like when I actually got to hang out with you again and reconnect with you, and like, oh wow, he's actually like he's actually a pretty serious guy who's like focused on his goals and his career and his relationship and you know he's just trying to make things work he's actual real close homebody i'm like dude that's fucking like huh it's like a total night and day shift but i think like that's a it's insane one of the things i wanted to mention when you were talking about it is um i did see on twitter when you were posting that someone i find it really funny that they were talking about how like uh about you and your relationship like oh that's why you're probably single and don't have a girlfriend and you didn't even decide to clarify for him you didn't even decide you're just like <laughs> you just continue to attack him on it and i think that's absolutely hilarious and then just like a week later afterwards i think you posted on instagram uh you uh for your for your girlfriend yeah my then, girlfriend <laughs> i think that's hilarious it's like oh wait i was i just think it's just it's more like a more like salt on the wound it's like oh yeah you're talking all this shit rip you a new one and guess what there's more baby you were wrong <laughs> and I, I, yeah and i find it um as a deeper more like a deeper thing too i find it funny that people will say this about you when it was actually your uh your current girlfriend who like helped you process and become like you know change and become this like better version of yourself that you were telling me about and i think that's i think that's amazing like i think it's 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 definitely um I wouldn't say ironic, but I th- I think it's hilarious that like you you'll say these things and people will believe you when women have been like the most influential thing in your life. Honestly, yeah, no, uh, forget about it. Influential? I mean, I'd be I'd be nowhere if it wasn't for my mother and my sisters. And and you know, seeing I guess my position the way like the way I I I put myself in their lives, where I'm kind of like. I wouldn't necessarily say like a provider or a protector, but I, I try to be there for them. You know, I try to, at the end of the day, I'm uh, not to sound like, you know, sexist or something, but I'm the guy, you know, I want, I want to protect. I feel like that's my, that's my duty, you know? Yeah. I don't think, I don't, I, I thought about the same way you did. Like, it's not like this sense of like masculinity or 
you know, a sexism where I'd say where it's like, I, I feel this need to like protect because I'm a guy, but I feel more so that like you value the people like you care about. It's like you value your mom, your sisters, your girlfriend, and all you want to do is be able to protect them and give them right. you know, the, the best. Security. Yeah. The best. What they gave me, you know, exactly. And I feel like, I feel like that's a, uh, I feel like that's a, a thing that like, it's definitely a, how do I explain it? It's definitely a thing that takes like time and it definitely takes a like person who needs to know you like a little bit better, like to, to understand that from, cause I, I, I felt the same way. Like people, uh, like with my ex, she would always ask me like, why do you feel like you have to like, you know, like do all this stuff? It's like, because I care about you. So like, or when we've had certain conversations, she'd be like, why are you crying? Or are you just, like trying to make this about you? I'm like, I'm not trying to make it about me. I'm crying or I feel this way because I care about you. I've like, I, you know, I, I love you and I want to, obviously this, this person I love, I want them to feel protected and I feel like I'm failing that. And right. Like, yeah. And I feel like it, it's definitely this thing too, that people don't see, like it's their, they only see like the, sur- like I mentioned, like the surface level, but it's like it's always deeper than that. And, you know, it's, it's, in, it's just interesting to see like that people will just are so ready to blind. Assume. assume. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think, I it's... guess it's the, the, the persona, you know, the persona that I give off. Um, and that, I mean, that goes for anybody, you know, the, the way you present yourself is the way people are going to see you. The first time someone meets you, that's what they're going to perceive you as until they actually get to know you. Yeah. So or, all or, these people that don't know me, they see this this side of me, and they they're gonna obviously they're gonna think that that's me. They're gonna think this guy's genuinely like this when it's far it's the farthest thing from the truth. Yeah. Or they'll they'll have this uh, pre noted assumption of you, or this like m- recall this memory of you, and use that as a like you know as the measuring stick for for like who you are after some time has elapsed. Because that's exactly what I did. Uh, and, you know, was it negative of me to, to assume so? Uh, and, and if I had known the whole thing, yes. But, again, like, that's the that's the, the, that's the kind of, like, the, uh, the 50-50, the gamble you take when, like, doing that, whether you see if some someone's actually changed for the better or changed or if they have. Right. And I think right. that's, like, an interesting thing, too, and especially, like, moving forward with, like, the election and everything. With, you know, people are, and like we were saying, like, I, I definitely agree that there will be no funnier president because no one's, I don't think anyone's going to really try to, or I think people are initially saying like, oh, don't worry, we're still going to watch, you know, Joe Biden with like a fucking razor, like, you know, razor, sh- you know, surgeon razor sharp precision. But I do think some people are going to like, kind of like back off and not like care as much because... They real they know that so it's someone competent, and the only reason I, like, I use that term is I'm thinking of a comedian John Mulaney talking about that. He's like, "Why are you talking about Trump now? Didn't talk about Obama." He's like, "Yeah, because when Obama was there, I didn't really have to worry because I felt comfortable that he was gonna do his fucking job." Donald Trump on the other <laughs> hand, I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. So yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on him. <laughs> but I think like um. And speaking of which, and speaking of like politics and stuff moving forward, and like what I with what I I mentioned about like people not enter, uh, you know, viewing it like not gonna do it. I think uh, I wanted to ask about like um who if if you had to with prior to like the when it boiled down to the last two nominees, 
who were you initially looking to to have run? Uh, between both of them, I'll be honest, I I wasn't going to vote. You know, no, no, not I, because uh, not excluding them, obviously, because I think it's a uh, as someone who's like taking this seriously, um, both of them are a pretty bad option. Not yeah, <laughs> I think one one was just already fucking shit up, and I wouldn't want him. And I think, at least for me personally, the bigger problem with Joe Biden was uh, nostalgia. And it's like this thing, uh, nostalgia can be like both good and bad, because you can be nostalgic for the past, for like good memories, you know, like being like eight years old again on like a Friday, like, you know, last day of school, coming back home and, you know, you're playing some video games or something. Yeah, right. Like you're, you know, come home after playing outside all day, like, or day, like after field day, for example, I don't know if your school did field day. Or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, after a day like that, like, you just feel great. It's going into the weekend, and, like, you know, you're just excited and ready. You can be nostalgic for that, but I think, like, with Joe Biden, people were nostalgic for, like, him as vice president during the Obama era, where we had some right. of, like, quote-unquote, like, you know, competency. And I think Obama was a competent president, sure, and I think he was a, uh, he was a, a semi-decent president, but there's still a lot of fucked-up shit that he did and ordered drone strikes on innocent civilian hospitals in Iraq and Afghanistan. Like there's mm-hmm. some fucked up shit that people like will rather sweep under the rug and forget about compared to because it board. benefits them. Exactly. And, um, I wanted to ask like, uh, what I want to know is like, if it wasn't when it, when it wasn't boiled down to them and they were having all the nominees, who would you have rather have as a nominee? I'll be honest. That's a hard question because I'm not sure. Who I, you know, who, who, I, I can't think of a candidate where I could say, in all honesty, they, they persuaded me and I felt like they were going to benefit me entirely. I feel like there's no candidate like that. I feel like there's no candidate like that for anybody ever. If you really look at any candidate, you're going to actually break down what they're going to do, you know, their policies and stuff. I feel like there's no candidate that's ever going to be perfect for you. I guess the closest one I could say would be. I don't know. I honestly don't know. That's that's a really difficult question. I, I'd want to say Bernie, but it, it's something that I, I don't think I'd be happy with him. You know, that's valid. I think I think like the pro. I think the the bigger problem with it, and it's always going to be a problem, is it's finding the candidate who like understands what your needs are a hundred percent. And it obviously comes with, like, life differences, you know? We all experience and go through life a lot of different ways. While they may right. s- may be similar in some and in a majority of aspects, it still doesn't mean, like, their decision-making isn't the same as yours. And I think at sometimes you have to just pick with someone who... You gotta go with the lesser evil. You gotta go with someone who's gonna benefit you the most out of everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Or with someone who, like, at least you're going... To, you know that some of your interests are still being held compared to like none or lesser. You know what I mean? If I was going with strictly my own interest, I try to, all right. I try to not be a, like a person that gets uh, involved in other people's lives Mm -hmm. because I feel like if someone wants help or needs help, they're going to ask for help. Right. So I try not to play like that good part. You know what I'm saying? That good person. I I don't want to be that good person. I try to look out for my own interests before anything else. Yeah, of course. If it was up to my own interests, I'd say Donald Trump 100% of the time. Because uh, I don't know if you, I'm pretty sure I told you this, but I have a business. My family has a business. 
and now my girlfriend has a business. So these are all things that you have to take into account. This is my livelihood now. This isn't just politics. This isn't just about what my friend is going to do. So I'm going to try to help him. No, I have to worry about myself now. You know, I'm, I'm grown now. I'm, I'm, I'm not a kid in high school anymore. I have people that depend on me. I have a job where if I lose that job, it's not just a job. It's my entire life. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Um, while I may not agree entirely with your candidate, I definitely understand that, like, you are trying to, under you know, there, and that's valid, you know? It's valid to pick a candidate who will fight for what you need, what your beliefs in, and there's no, there's no fact about it that Donald Trump cares about businesses. There, that's why, and, you know, wanting capitalism to grow. I mean, that's what his entire career and his entire life has been based off of. And it's, there's no, I don't, I don't think inherently there's a negative problem with that. I think while I may have my own issues with capitalism as a whole and like businesses and like basically the economy and finance and money as a whole, I do understand where you're coming from in that aspect and value that, you know, it, it makes sense to have someone who's going to help you more as a business owner. Yeah. And as, even as myself, as someone who wants to own a business one day, I don't, I understand that this is the way the the game is, and while there may, I'm I can only do so much to change what I can. I also understand that I need to play the game as well. You know, just I just got to play it just as like everybody else. That's exactly what it is. Um, do I wish things were the way they were? No, not at all. I, you know, I wish things were fair for everybody, but that's just the way things are. You have to you. Unless the entire system is reformed, you can't do anything exactly. by yourself. Exactly. And I think like that's a bigger problem, too, in like American politics. People think that it's easy to reform the system, but it's not. And I think even you'd, could, you, you even have to go as far sometimes as to just throw the whole system out. You know, that's kind of like what FDR did, you know, with social with uh, Social Security and like Medicare and stuff. It was. This is, we don't know what the fuck to do, so we just need to throw it out and just try something else. And I think that's what we need to do, honestly. Like, it's like, all right, well, we've tried this. It's obviously not working, and we need to just throw it out. Can it be, you know, can that system be the foundation for a new system? Of course. We can take the things that worked well and keep them and try to improve on it the best we can. And the things that didn't work out, throw them out and improve them. But I feel like the problem is some. Some people, they, uh, people, I think people, like, don't always understand, like, their personal interests between the nation's interests. Just because you think, think you wouldn't do this, doesn't mean that the person next to you wouldn't. Because we're not all the same. Exactly. Right? Um, and I think that's, that's, like, a huge thing in, like, American politics. It's like, or and even politics in general, it's like, People care. It's they say it's for this bigger thing, but they don't always think about it on the outside picture. Um, I don't know. I feel like the way I see it is everybody's so caught up in their own world. Yeah. Everybody's so caught up in for themselves that before I'll be honest. Before, yeah, I did try to help a lot of people, and I would always put other people before myself and. If I didn't have a can of beans to eat, it was because I gave it to someone else, you know, but 
I, I, it gets to a point where you you realize you're you're never going to be able to live your life that way. Of course not. No, it is. It's definitely uh, it's unsustainable. I've been exactly in your in your shoes before, where I, I I care about people, I value people, but it's definitely where like where it comes from. But also understanding like you can't help everyone. And I actually had this um my you you know uh my mentor uh Mr. Bejor, you probably know him better as yeah um. He posted this not too long ago, and I think you can, you would definitely get a good kick out of like the understanding on it and would agree with. But he talks about how. So he he said something about making the world problems your own personal problems is an extension of your ego and not your empathy. And I think I love a, that. I think there's like I think you and I can both we both agree that like there's value in that, especially in, in things like that. Like we were talking about, like some people think that they can just just they they can do everything, and or they can do the right. most to help people, and that's more of a show of their ego than it is being like empathetic and understanding that we all have problems. And I feel like that's that's the biggest thing with and with Donald Trump especially. It's his ego. I mean, a lot of people are talking about how like, hey man, can you like concede and he's like no i won this election it's like it's definitely his <laughs> ego showing that like he's like he's the best like as early on as like, before they even called it he was like i won the election by a lot and they're everyone's like it's not overdue no <laughs> but it's definitely an interesting thing um so i have a, a follow-up question. so as someone who as someone who would have who uh who would have voted for trump moving on now knowing that he's lost um what do you think what are, what are your concerns what are the things you're excited to see moving forward with the, with the with the Biden administration and what are some things you're concerned about uh personally I'm I'm really excited that Biden won I was actually really hoping he would for the simple fact that yeah uh America these past 4 years has been a complete joke oh yeah in utter chaos and there's no reason that man should have ever stepped foot in office. There's absolutely zero reason he should have ever been in office. But it happened. And now America has to live with that. And that's where we're at now. My point is that although he was in office and although he messed things up, that's not who we are as Americans. And, and I hate that everybody nowadays, they, they, what they say is, well, I see the American flag. I think it's racist. Or... Uh, how, why do you love America? Or, you know, this isn't a good country. And I think that's, you're wrong. I think there's actually just a segment on Fox News where they said America is the best country on earth. No, it's not. It's not. But it has the potential to be. And I've always said it. America has the potential to be the best country on this planet for the simple fact that the people make this country. Yeah. dude. I, and, and it's everybody. It's, it's the biggest melting pot in the world. So how can this country not be great when there's so many different backgrounds and minds? There's so much, like I said, potential to be this amazing country. And then we have Trump step into office. Yeah. You know, you get, you get where I'm going with this? Like yeah. Americans are just, yeah. we have all the answers. We have all the solutions. And then we just turn away from them. Yeah, but I, I, I give you a good allegory for humans in general. <laughs> but I, I definitely agree with you. Um, so, like, uh, I've, I've said it before in, my, in the podcast. Um, one of the reasons I joined the Army is because I love my country. And people kind of, like, are confused on the connotation of it. Like, 
don't you know this country is built off like you know an imperialistic like all these fucked up things i'm like yeah yeah but it's got again <laughs> like you were saying it's got the potential to be better and if i really want my country to change and be better I need to be a part of that change. I have and to do something. Exactly. Exactly. And I love my, and when you love someone and I think like truly love them, you love it for everything. You love it for the good, the bad, the really ugly, the really beautiful, but you also have to be willing to like, you know, face the music and be like, there are things wrong. There are things that need to be changed, but I have to change. Here. I'm going to be here every step of the way because it's not just a, you it's not a just a you thing. It's a you and I because, like you said, we you know it's a melting pot. We make up this country, and if we want it to change, if we want things to be different, we have to be a part of that. And I think like that's one of the things inadvertently that Donald Trump did. I, again, this is no way pr me praising Donald Trump, me praising that he's no, me neither. But I will say that because of like this fucking just because of who he was and what he didn't believe in, it all kind of brought us a little bit closer together. There's a good uh, there's a good Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle quote about it. Um, he said in one of his most recent specials, "I've never felt more American than we when we all hate on this motherfucker together." And I think like, <laughs> I think that that's a that's a like a r real thing. He brought inadvertently he brought this country together to really just show that we didn't want him and you know that's why people protested in the streets when they heard that when they called it for biden and i think like it goes into this conversation of specifics and i've had this conversation with rob before and i think you can agree with you can hate someone right but just because you hate them doesn't mean that you should negate all the positive things that they you know there's specific reasons why you should like or hate someone or even like that, that quote i said about you should hate someone because you know them not because someone told you to but like for example i really really do not like bill cosby because he raped a lot of women and he was a piece of shit but i do like but just because he was a piece of shit for doing those things and being a terrible person doesn't mean that some of the actions and some of the positive things he did are just disappeared from that making sure that having psychologists and making sure that the Cosby show was never portrayed black people in a negative light, funding money for the speakers and microphones that was used for Martin Luther King's, I have a dream speech. Those are positive contributions he did that affected history that benefited people. I don't think they should necessarily absolve him of all of his, of all the negative things he did, but it doesn't, it never. surely doesn't, uh, it, it surely also doesn't mean that he, he was, he's, scum he's not he's shit you know what i mean like and they're specific so those are specific reasons why you can like and dislike someone and i think that's important i think that's something that people fail to do a lot especially like in this day and age with cancel culture um people with their feelings putting their feelings first over the facts of a situation and overall but i think like it's definitely a thing that contributes it is though because like I said, you, you, can't, you can't judge someone off the first time you meet them or judge someone off of hearing what, you, what someone said about them. You have to get to know someone. You, you have to know their, their, their accomplishments and you have to see what they've done. Exactly, yeah. Like, again, it's just like, it's just like you and I, where I'm like, oh yeah, man, is this guy going to get my ass fucking beat? Am I going to get mugged or rubbed? Like, having this like, previous connotation of someone, you have to be willing to like, accept that, you know, 
be be open minded really and like say like this person is capable of change and I have to see if they've changed or not and make that assessment on that. I agree. I think I think the same exact way. I never I'll be honest. I know a lot of Trump supporters that I can call my friend, you know? Yeah. And just because they're Trump supporters, you know, nowadays if you're a Trump supporter, you're people think you're a horrible person. This is a Trump supporter that I know is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He he uh soup kitchens. He goes to soup kitchens. He volunteers for soup kitchens and stuff. He helps homeless people. He he owns a couple buildings in Elizabeth. He's picked homeless people off the street, gave them an apartment and a job to work for him. Who else is gonna do that? Not many. You know, I, I can't say he's a horrible person because he's not. He's one of the best, like one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Yeah, no, that like there. I think the the bigger problem is people make widespread uh, carpet assumptions of people and put them in these groups. And yeah, you can't. I mean, you can do it, but just because you can doesn't mean you necessarily should. And I think that's the problem. You know, people vilified Trump supporters. Fuck, people vilify any other side that they're not on. They're and I think that's there's it's it's not the right thing to do. It's the wrong thing to do because by vilifying them, you're I would say you're attacking them as a person. And I, I think that's where the, the a lot of the discourse comes from is people being attacked. They feel like they're being attacked on their actions and their beliefs, and no one wants that. No one wants to be wrong, like I mentioned earlier. And I think like that's the that's again a lot of the modern the problem with it too like not all trump supporters are like we, we talk like even even with things like blm for example or like you know uh blue lives matter like the, these things like not all cops and people be like yeah but like a majority it's like it's not all of them sure but understand that there are different dynamics different positions you can't it's this really complex and difficult conversation and people are would rather try to simplify it then try to discuss the complexities of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I feel, I, I definitely agree. I feel like at the end of the day, you just have to know the facts. That's all it is. You have to know the facts. If you don't know the facts, you, you're, I feel like you're not allowed to speak on something because you don't, you don't know. You're coming into a situation blind where you're uninformed and People make, like you said, carpet assumptions. I mean, that's not the case. I've met good cops. I have. I can't say I haven't. I have. You know, I've been stopped before by a good cop, and he let me go with a slap on the wrist. Exactly. I don't think, I think it's it's very bold to assume, to to make the assumption of, of someone based off what they do. And again, like, if you can't always, that's one of the things I learned quite recently about, like, my own biases, too is that you can't just boldly assume, you know, that they're all like this. My personal example is I don't I, ne- I didn't particularly like Navy SEALs um because of an incident where two Navy SEALs tried attempted to have a green beret that they were working with in the Middle East. They were they they had they wanted to they initially had planned to have them sodomized and raped by some random of some random uh, civilian who lived in that country and in the process they ended up killing him by choking him out and I think it's just like I held this like grudge this bias like 
all of them are shitty. But in the last few months, uh, some of these guys that I've been following on social media, this guy who literally is my background because I think he's an he's I think the photo is an is hilarious and inspiration. But he's carrying like probably like a hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash, holding it like a in a brick, holding it as a phone. Like who's this? And I think that's hilarious. I think it's absolutely hilarious. But turns out he's a former Navy SEAL. But a lot of the things that he's been through and experienced and his beliefs, it's like it really changed my perspective on things. And I think like that's like a it's one of these experiences. It's an eye opener. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe they're not all this, you know, they're not they're and I again I follow a few of them who are former SEALs who are like exceptional dudes who have like a lot of like useful and intelligence knowledge. And I realized that my problem was less so with the SEALs themselves. Again, I, I do think they're pieces of sh the, those specific SEALs are pieces of shit, but more so with the institution not properly properly handing out judgment. You know, they that those two SEALs ended up getting slaps on the wrists and getting kicked out of the getting kicked out of the army on like general discharge when they should have been prosecuted to all hell. Didn't happen, but my problem is more so with that institution than it is those specific guys. And of course, you know, yeah, they did something horrible, but they should have been upheld to the law. They should have and, been properly and, upheld and dealt with accordingly. Exactly. Yeah. So I have learned that it's not. And again, there are people who don't like me because I'm in the army or because I'm an American, and like those are things that like I have to like learn and understand and not like get in the way. The military isn't all I am. It's a huge part of what I am, sure, but. It's not everything, and we can't make those carpeted, blind assumptions on people and their beliefs. Right, right. And, and, that's like that's like me saying, "Hey, Simon, I don't like you because you're in the military." Like, exactly. What? Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a definitely. It's a. It's like a. It's it's sure you could, but like, there's nothing really like in. There's nothing that's like. All right, cool, sure. You know what I mean? I feel like that's one of the main things that. I'll be honest, Simon. I feel like right now our country is extremely divided. Oh, yeah, extremely divided sure. in all sense of the word with everybody, you know, not just between races, between classes, between the working class and the upper class, the lower class. Everybody's divided right now. Yeah. For, like I said before, for the reason that everyone just wants to look after themselves now. Even I'm like that. I told you even I'm like that now. I, I look after myself now because I can't sit here and tell you I want to help all these people, but then... I look at myself, I look at my own life and I'm missing so many things and I'm lacking so many things and I'm not working myself and I'm giving my, so much percentage of myself to the point where I'm not building myself up anymore. And that's just going backwards in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, I literally was just on the phone with, uh, with Rob prior to this. So I took a little bit longer, but I also had those other things. Um, we were talking about it. It's like you, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't help other people before, before helping yourself and exactly again like it's there's no there's no it you're absolutely right we are divided as a nation there are still people who are and i feel like i mean this might be a little like cynical to believe but or a little bit optimistic in some in some cases but like i do believe that at some point we can be more more unified but it's going to take a lot of time you know there are a lot of people learning things more and more, and like we kind of we kind of have to have in good faith that people are going to 
try to change and learn, but we have to also understand that not everyone is capable or willing to, you know? We can't, like, force people to think the way we do. You know what I mean? Of course. Everybody, there's always going to be disagreements because that's what makes us human. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely a human thing to be... To, to disagree, you're always going to, but I think, like... I think compromise is critical for it, but I think a bigger thing, too, is just, like, people just don't know things, and you... There's got to be a lot of patience and a lot of just time conversating and discussing with one another. I was like, and again, like people are, are still gonna, they're gonna hold on to like this image, this like image of like, you know, evil, or they're always gonna have like try to hold on to these things, a way to, to see someone. And I think like that's, it's, it's, it's shitty and not, it's not a dumb thing to do, but it's unfortunately the way of things. Like, Donald Trump can spend, like, the next 10 years being, like, oh, I was a shitty president and then, like, try to be, like, the most upstanding, most amazing person, but people are still going to vindicate him for being this piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, of course. Still something he's never going to live down. Yeah, exactly. There are some things that we just going to hold people to, and I'm not saying that it's necessarily right, but it's definitely, like, a struggle moving forward, you know what I mean? Like, again, like, we, like, we were just been talking about, like, uh, like, you, like, you know, for example, there are people who I'm more than certain are not going to be excited that I have you on and, like, discussing this <laughs> stuff, but I also think that, like, there, they might be, like, oh, well, you know what, I just realized that, like, um, I, maybe, maybe, maybe I was wrong. not maybe. such a bad person. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, too, like, you have to be willing to, like, be your accept your wrong and i feel like i find it funny too because like i feel like guys who've had like who it's it's guys who've had like meaning uh meaningful relationships they understand that the most you know what i mean like you know we it, it's it's pretty much like you know there's this like connotation of like men rule the world men are in charge and stuff but like women are the backbone of like most relationships like how many times Tell me the truth. You get in an argument with your girlfriend, and you know damn well you've got her dead to rights. But then, like, she switches it on you, and you're like, "Damn, you know what? I was kind of wrong." And you just say, "I'm wrong. I'm sorry for being wrong. Like, I I see that I'm wrong now." Or like, let's yeah. say, like, you're you're stuck in your ways, and you're like, "No, I'm right." And then you realize you're wrong, and like, you're you make the you you're like you become the bigger person by saying like, "Hey, I realize that I was wrong. I understand." I was wrong. Saying. Yeah. People need because to do that. um. The reason, the main reason why I always say this, if I'm wrong, I'm going to tell you I'm wrong. Not because of, there's no other reason why I would say that than for the simple fact that I value our relationship, whether it be a friendship or romantic, whatever it is, I value that more than being right. What's the point of being right if I'm going to lose you as a friend or I'm going to lose you as, a, as my girlfriend, as someone that I love, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think like it's it's very childish and foolish to like. It's literally just talking about this with Rob, but like you know, it's you're you're pretty much a sociopath if you view people as like objects. You objectify them, and not only in the context of like you know, let's say you you know catcall women or catcall men, but like if you see them as something that's not like that you can control. You know what I mean? And I feel like people don't understand that like relationships are like. They're not that, that they're their own person and you have to treat them as such. You have to treat them like they can make their own decisions and choices. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 
and I feel like and I feel like the problem is like because I'm thinking of I'm thinking of one guy specifically who who tweeted you who you and I both know um and I'm thinking about how like he approached me a little while prior to that like by a little while I mean like a few weeks about another person he and I know who is a Republican, who's someone who's a Trump supporter, and he just couldn't understand, like, why they're in, like, they would do this, and was, like, really angry. And I was like, dude, you do realize, like, he's got, it's his choice to make that. You can disagree, but you also have to be willing to have the open discourse to, like, discuss him about it, and ask him really, and, like, ask questions. Because that's, that's the way you make the people who are stupid, who say shit like that, that's how you make them feel, like, really stupid. You don't make them feel stupid yeah. by calling them like an idiot and shit. You make them feel no. stupid by questioning their entire like platform. Well, why do you believe that way? What makes you feel that way? What's your experiences? What what are some facts that you can show me? Some evidence you can show me that proves your point. And then they fumble and they're like, uh, uh and then you're just like, got him. You know what I mean? But I was thinking about him and how like he's so quick to anger sometimes about these things because he feels so strongly about them. That he forgets to like actually actively like try to discuss like why. I think it's funny though. I think it's funny he he you roasted the shit out of him too, which is hilarious. <laughs> I think you and I both know who I am. You roasted the shit out of him. I was like, yikes! Holy shit! Oh, um, uh... I think I think like it, it's definitely that you know, and I and you know, and even like but out outside of that vacuum, I do think overall he's like his heart's in the right place. I just don't think he understands like the mentality exactly. of it all sometimes, or even just know you that well to be like, oh, that's a joke. He thinks you're a serious thing. But again, it is like to play like devil's advocate. There are some people who not only going to take you seriously, but like agree with you. And then that's where you're like, oh shit, maybe I've made exactly. it. Exactly. That's, that's when I really get scared. It's not the people that attack me. It's when I say something that's very out of pocket and then you get those few people that agree with you, and you just kind of, you sit back and you realize, oh, I'll be honest, when I tweeted that whole women shouldn't have rights thing, it was a complete joke. Oh, yeah. And then there were a select few people that did agree, that did, that were serious. And I just thought to myself, how do you, it, it wasn't even more so, like, that I don't like them or something like that. It was more so that I want to understand your mindset. I want to understand why you think that is the right thing. Why you think that is the way to go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, like in total, in total seriousness, that's an approach. And I feel like some people will, and it depends too, because of like, because you can't always assume that that person's going to be as open-minded as you are. So you, you try to ask them these questions and not in like a serious attack, but like to actually like see like what their points are and they'll feel personally attacked and then just get more upset. And then it just, it doesn't turn out to be anything. So you're gonna like, was he is he serious? Super serious or like what? I don't I don't know what the fuck's Half going the on. Half the time, the conversations you have with people aren't even worth it because even you, it could seem like you're having a productive conversation, but no, nobody's gonna budge sides. That's that's. Yeah. I feel like that's the main issue. You yeah. can tell someone they're wrong, and you could give them all the facts, and you could present to them why they're wrong, and give them the solution to what the problem they want, and basically line up a whole red carpet for them. You're giving them right on a silver platter, and they're gonna turn it away because that's not what they—that's not what they think. They just—they just—they want to disagree, and at that point, I don't—I don't, you know, 
I'm not going to sit here and, you know, say you're stupid or call you names. I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to waste my time. Of course not. No, yeah. It's definitely like a thing of like, oh, wow, like, uh, am I shit? Should I waste my time with like this person and stuff? But like, it's definitely difficult too. And like, I have a personal experience. And in some places are not always the best place to have them. Like Twitter, like some conversations. Sure. I can see like having like an open discourse, but there are some conversations that you just can't have, I think, or that they're a little too complex for for you to have within 240 characters. You know what I mean? I agree. Like well, I, I think I've always said this: Twitter is the most toxic like social media yeah. platform there is. <laughs> <laughs> There's no for place sure. worse than Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the gulag maybe, but <laughs> I would I would say the twi- Twitter is a close second. But yeah, man, like. I, a few years ago, like Jesus, like this is a few years ago. I had like a a whole, I had like a whole debate with someone, and I actually lo- ended up losing a, a a relationship with a friend over it because it was like about like a this person in particular was like a, a born again Christian, and you know they followed a bunch of like you know Christians people the same mindset, and like we were having a conversation about like uh, like you know, uh, pro-choice abortion rights. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it, that's really fucked up. You guys are saying some really fucked up shit. It's like, and we, I got into like a whole Twitter beef with them. And I was like, man, like you guys are really fucking like, this is probably isn't the best place. Cause like you start to realize like what they're saying is based on their own beliefs. And then they just get angry over it. And that just goes back to what I was saying earlier yeah. about people feeling their own, fe- you know, they have their own beliefs and feelings and, it only just makes things worse. It just feels like you're attacking them if you're disagreeing with it. Exactly. You know, yeah. my my entire family is um, super religious. They're all Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I believe, you know, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody. I believe religion is one of the worst things to ever happen to mankind. Oh no, um, you're you're absolutely. I, I I'm not religious either. Uh, I'm agnostic if, uh, if in terms okay. of like, ideology. But I do yeah. think the – I don't think it's – my personal opinion is that believe what you want to believe in. Cool. But A, don't force it on other people. And B, I find the like uh, institution of religion like an entire shit show. Like I think it's just wrong. Like church having as much power as they have is a yeah. religion uh, – like a the, the institution like that to have as much power as it has is like a problem. Yeah, but it is. Saying, I agree. Saying. Uh, yeah, no, it's just like I wouldn't say Christianity because it comes down to every religion, whether it's you know whatever, whatever kind of religion you you practice. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're wrong, or, or or I'm not gonna bash you for it. If you want to practice your religion, you know, go ahead. This is America. This is this is what makes this country great. You can do what you want. But as a human, Chris, like Christianity. It was one of the first religions to be formed, and it was one of the worst religions to be formed. There's, I feel like it was made as a set of rules to live by, and then it just expanded into something much more bigger than people realize it is. Um, do I believe in God? It's uh, a hard question to answer, too. Uh, yeah. The way I look at the way I look at that entire thing is so complex. I guess you could say, like, I've spent years developing my mindset on it. To the point where I could sit here and, and talk to you about it and 
I feel like the way I look at things might not be a, a very popular way of looking at it, but I feel like it's the most logical way to look at it. Of course. Because when I look at religion, when I look at God, when I look at anything in that aspect, I want facts. Of course. I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, I believe in some big man in the sky. No, I don't think that's what God is. I feel like just like how Christians say we are made in God's image, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that we all have God in us, but I wouldn't say it's the Christian God, you know? It's it's just this, this magical being. If it's God, there's no reason any of us should comprehend who he is. Of course. I think I, that's, that's a, like a perfect way to put it. Yeah. I mean, my, like, again, I grew up just like you in a religious household. Uh, religion wasn't always, like, a major thing in my house. Like, we never, like, well, I wouldn't say it's as, as it wasn't intense in the household, but, like, my mom would try to take me to church once a week, you know, one weekend, you know, once, once a week, whether on Sunday or on Saturday, um, you know, during Christmas time, we do prayers and stuff before we open gifts and whatnot like Christmas Eve. But like, it, it's definitely played a role in my life, but I do agree that like religion as a whole is like done some fucked up shit. Like, I mean, the crusades, pretty yeah. much all the terrible thing that happened to women in, in, you know, Islamic countries of, it's just like religion as a whole is pretty fucked. Yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> it should be, you know, the way they present it to you, it, it's one of these purest and you know, most amazing things in your life. But if you look at the context behind it, if you look at all the history behind any religion, it's, it's pretty atrocious what you see, you know, it's not something that's magical and lovely and all full of love. It's not. No, of course not. And again, it goes back to the kind of we were talking about black and white. I feel like sometimes they want to portray it in these absolutes when it's not. Life is extremely gray. And a lot of these like conversations, these like topics are really gray. And to and I think like I'm thinking about school because I took some communication classes to like, oh, see, these are some conversations you can't talk about because they're like controversial in nature. I'm like, yeah, I get why they're controversial in nature. But I think like if you go attack it at a certain in a specific approach, I think you can really sway people to like understand and see like a different perspective. But like, yeah, like religion as a whole is like this, it's pretty fucked, but I don't think like, I don't think we're trying to purposely attack people for it. Like, I don't think someone should be offended if we're talking about this because we're not saying, Hey, you're wrong for believing in it. We're just saying, not at all. We think we think it's a bad idea, but if you want to believe in it and that's what helps you, whatever, that's fine. We just don't necessarily um, agree. It's actually funny because, uh, you know, my pastor, well, I wouldn't say my pastor, but the pastor where I used to go to church at, he always used to say, you know, religion is not your your key into heaven. You being a Christian is not your key into heaven. It's about your relationship with, with God. It's about the way you you perceive the, the your actions, you know. It's not about you going to church. You can go to church every day of the week and still be a horrible human and never get a chance at seeing heaven. It, the way I see it, religion is more of a... Yeah, I, I might offend someone with this. But I really hope I don't, but it's like brainwashing. Oh, for where sure. Where you lose all sense of, of, of self. I feel like the, the, the main reason why I say that is when you look at uh, people that are religious and they're going through a difficult situation... The first thing they say is, well, I'm going to leave it all to God. Exactly. And I feel like, why would, why, why would you do that? You know, you're, you're a human. You have power. You're, you know, you, you, you have will. 
You have strength. You can get through this. Whatever you've done so far in your life is because you've mustered up the strength to keep going forward. You can't expect your whole life to just, oh, well, I'm just going to hand this off to God. I don't want to deal with it. He's going he's gonna to solve it. No, man. You're, not, you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, well, I think, I think uh, doing that at times, uh, in a specific case like that, it's definitely a, like, lack of responsibility type thing like person's like oh well god will handle it and i'm like i don't think it works like that i think like you gotta like actually put in the effort to like actually see things because like nothing comes like nothing just comes like that nothing just comes at you it's a thing you work at and religion i think sometimes people can uh, uh religion can really fade that line between taking responsibility and not taking responsibility and that that has some negative connotations along the way, to, yeah. to say the least. But yeah, like it's it's definitely like, and again, like it's there's uh, like religion has like such a power and like belief that people like I don't think most people understand that like it controls like Congress. People do things because well, my belief, you know, my you know, my and my belief in God and stuff. He says that this is wrong. I'm like. Whoa, dude! You can't just do that because that just makes the conversation harder to have. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and then they talk about a separation of church and state, but then they use things like, "Well, my belief as a Christian man." I'm like, "Oh no, dude! This is gonna be fucking well, bad." Yeah, now now there's no separation. You just you just mixed it all up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, I agree with you know. There's people that don't want the um. What, what is it? The Pledge of Allegiance under God. There's a lot of people that don't want that. I agree. Not because, not because I'm, you know, uh, against religion or something. It's not because of that at all. It's actually because of the fact that, like I've said multiple times, this is America, and there's so many different people. There's so many different beliefs. How are you gonna? For, what if some like you? You're agnostic or someone that's that's atheist. They don't believe in God. Why? Why should? Why should it be in their Pledge of Allegiance? course yeah why if exactly um they in in the army so like when you when you swear in to join the military you know you say i'll you know i'll do my best to protect the constitution and you know then you know, follow the orders of president of the united states so help me god you don't have to say so help me god if if you're not religious but i think that that should be like an optional thing you know what i mean like if you don't want to you don't say you don't have to say under god i pledge allegiance you know under the flag under god yeah to say under god you uh, can you can just not <laughs> say it and i i feel like people like like you were mentioning it earlier like about loving your country but i feel like some people like take it like a little too fucking far where like they make and i think the bigger problem is like making these things these bigger things like religion politics countries you know patriotism nationalism it just people will find a way to fall under that and that becomes they make it they tr they think it's their identity when it's not you know what i mean like they right. they build themselves off this like uh, i'll be real honest with you right now right across from where i'm sitting right now on my desk there's a huge american flag i have set up on the wall because i, I this is like it's going to be the area where i work out but like this is like i love my country i'm going to put my flag up there do i acknowledge that it's done some really shitty shit some fuck shit and i don't agree with all of it but like, you know, I love it so much that I'm willing to change it. And some people are going to be like, that's gross. You're fucking gross. I'm like, no, there's a fine line between like being blindly patriotic, but being patriotic and loving your country and, but understanding it's like it's truths and stuff. And 
one of the things too that I that I just thought of was like people. There are people who like realize that country is a shitty place, or will say like country's got like a shitty history. Valid, true, but they'll be like, oh, if you know Biden wins or Trump wins, I'm gonna leave the country. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I just want to say it out there, like, no, you're not. If you if you actually like, if anyone who listens to this, if you actually left the United States to another country, you're gonna be in a worse situation. I'll pay you ten bucks. I'll pay you honestly ten bucks. <laughs> I'll honestly do it. You can show me the proof, like flights and like everything, like taxes, like showing that you're paying taxes in another country. You moved over there. You're a citizen of another country. I'll fucking I'll I'll pay you ten bucks and I'll eat my own fucking underwear. Like, but I doubt you will. <laughs> and I think like, that's the problem too. Like people are like they're so focused on like the negative or like they're so focused on like this or that and it's just like dude like take a step take two steps back at least to like kind of like look at the bigger picture and be like well you know what i think things maybe it's not change. that bad yeah. like it's <laughs> is our history diverse and complex absolutely is it perfect no not nowhere near nowhere near but i think to say that it's the worst country in the world is definitely like a falsehood um, there are some fucked things going on even now with things like the immigration camps, things like that. There's definitely some fucked shit going on. And I hope that we're like, we, and I feel like sometimes a lot of that problem is like portrayed by like society with like media, for example, news networks co- covering these things, but then doing nothing to like continue talking about it. Um, as you think is a bigger problem. They'll go with these like news stories that last weeks and weeks. And then like when something new pops up, discard it. I feel like oh, it's just going to get buried. Yeah, I think there should be like a like update type thing where it's like, oh hey, in other news, we just found out about this. This was going on, or even then, like even if that something there's nothing going on with it for weeks, plug it in in the last like thirty, like you know, last minutes of like a, of the current news cycle. Be like, oh, in other news, in other update, you know, in in other things, this this whole thing we've been do- discussing for the last few weeks. There are no current updates yet. There's st- this is what's what we know at the moment, and we'll update you with any new information as it progresses and discuss it. Even if there's nothing new for months, years, I think by having like by continuing to still discuss these things, no one really forgets what's going on. You know what I mean? Right. It keeps uh, the conversation alive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think like um, and it's it's definitely that it definitely plays a huge issue into into definitely stuff like that i don't but i i did uh what i was getting at prior to me making that that uh example is like it is it's going to it's it's take it's gonna it's doing some shit right now but we can only hope and do the best we can and control what we can to make things better but by giving up and saying well i'm just going to move to a different country then you're giving up on your country not only giving up on your country but you're willing to give up on yourself and yeah, if you're not, I agree. I, it's this is like a really blunt way to say it, but like if you're not act in my belief, if you're not actively trying to grow, and again, it's not it's not like oh, I need to grow by tomorrow. I think like no, not, I think if I think if you're making the actual effort to change and grow, I think you're trying to be a better and better person, and I think you you will be a better person if you continue to do that. But if you if you're not really trying to become a better person, or at least putting in the effort. You might as well just forfeit your life. You know what I mean? Like, just forfeit. Just cancel your subscription to life. Uh, <laughs> and fucking just, just, just fucking end it. And I mean that, like, because you're, you're only fucking yourself over, and you're only like bringing other people down. 
there's a, a good quote from this book that I read. Um, the group of guys I mentioned that the guy who uh, the guy who I mentioned was a seal who's like been this new inspiration for me. He's part of this group on a social on Instagram called uh, Forward Observations Group. They're a bunch yeah. of former special operators like uh, Green Berets, SEALs, shit like that. Um, they put this book out, and on the front page, in the first page, they talk about if you're not trying to maximize like all your capabilities, not only are you wasting the time of, not only are you wasting your time, but more importantly, you're wasting the time of other people who could be spending their time helping people who actually care. And right. if you're not actively trying to like seek that growth, trying to become this better version of yourself, and it's again, it takes time. It's not like simple back, you know, fucking it happens tomorrow. But like if you're if you're not putting in the effort or you don't want to put in the effort, you might as well just give up. So that way you're not bothering everyone else who could be spending it their energy, trying. who they're all who they're all trying to become better versions of themselves, who are doing it together. You can not waste their time. Yeah, no, I honestly, um, if I look back on even just two years from today, I I can't say I'm even anywhere close to how I used to be. You know? Oh God, I, no. Yeah, right. I think that's uh, the beautiful. The thing. amount of growth when I I didn't realize how much I grew, you know, as a person until I started going out with my girlfriend. Until she showed me, because she knew me from I've known my girlfriend for seven years. Really? Yeah, I've known her for a very long time. She knew me. She saw me grow up. Um, if anybody knows who I am, who I was, it's going to be her. And I didn't realize, you know, all these things that I even changed about myself or uh, the way I acted, the way I maneuvered was so different from how I used to be. I didn't really, I didn't even realize it until she told me, until she showed it to me. And, you know, that's, that's, that's me being myself. Once I realized, hey, you know, uh, I've changed a lot and uh, I don't want to do certain things that I used to do, I'm like, hey, you know, I, I shouldn't do that anymore. It's only going to lead to a, a worse outcome, a worse situation. And once you start realizing, hey, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm growing up. I need to, I need to get my, I need to get myself together. I need to, I need to stop being such a shitty person. That's when you start realizing true growth is where happiness lies in. That's the way I see that. Once I once I started growing up, I realized, hey, you know, maybe I'll be honest. I, I did suffer with depression for a long time. Growing up, and, and and you know, getting my own place and and doing adult things, it shows me that hey, you know, there's more to life than just partying all the time. There's more to life than just drinking. More to life than just you know, taking drugs. Yeah, sure, that kind of stuff is fun, but there's more to it. There yeah. has to be more to it. That that was the main thing why I started changing. I realized, hey, you know, there has to be more than this. You know, is this it? And I, was, I wasn't satisfied. And I, I knew I wanted more, so I gave myself more. But it all started with me. It didn't start with anyone telling me I had to change. You know, you know me. Whenever anybody would ever tell me I had to change back in high school, what was the first thing I would tell them? Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but, but like, it's, it's definitely like, it's interesting to see that. Cause like, I, I agree, you know, it's like, you never uh, partying and stuff like that. It's never, it was never for me. It's not really for me, but 
because like I don't see it as like this constant thing. It's like it's some people it's it's like a permanent thing for them. And I think like that's it's a little like it's a little dumb because it's it's not. You're you're slowly just you're, over time you're destroying your body more and more. Um but like some people just don't get out of the mindset, you know? Like as as a problem I I seen with specifically like a few of the people I used to hang out with their moms, their moms are a lot younger than my mom because my mom's like 54 almost. But like they're all like in their like late 30s, almost in their 40s, and they're like still going out on weekends partying and clubbing. I'm like, yo, you're fucking like you've got like three kids already. Like, stay the fuck. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like, when do you like grow out of that? You know what I mean? Like my mom. No, yeah. Me, Simon, man, there's there's a lot of people that never grow out of that mentality, and you know, honestly, hey. If you want to live that life, fine. You know, do you. But as a person, you know, there's, there's not this. I can't expect much from it. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, like my mom was telling me, she's like, yeah, when I was like, before she had me, she's like, yeah, I used up all my 20s to do that. Like, that was my 20s before was to party, have fun, do all that stuff. But as soon as I turned 30, I'm like, I'm having a kid at 30. And that's it. And then she had me in. She just cut. She you know cut the bullshit. Turned over a new leaf and was like, "All right, I'm, this is my be. this is my priority now. This is the th- I did all the stuff. I'm I'm glad I did it. I had fun, but this is my child. This is the thing I need to worry about for eighteen years until like it, or and even it, more, even well, more. Yeah, even a more. child is for life. True, but what what I'm saying is like, because like in terms of like being extre- like more responsible than usual. My mom stopped like yeah. being as responsible with me by like twelve because I already showed her that I was mature enough. Like my mom, my mom is as great as my mom is though. My mom has done some like questionable things, like allowing me to watch Dave Chappelle at like seven years old. I don't think that was like the right move. <laughs> or, like by allowing me to travel by myself to New York City, I don't think that was a right move. But I did pretty well. I'm not dead. But it's definitely that thing, like you know, it's a definitely a mindset and. Some people don't even, uh, like you said, like some people don't even notice. It. Like when, uh, when you messaged and reached out back to me a little while ago, like you, you were the first person to tell me, like, yeah, man, like you're definitely changed since high school. Like you're a lot more confident in yourself and your abilities. And, like that's fucking awesome to see. I'm like, as reflecting <laughs> earlier this past weekend, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I actually have. I've actually become a lot more confident than I used to be. I'm definitely. Oh yeah, like, even just talking to you now, Simon. Back in high school, you know. You, I could have a conversation with you, but nothing on this level. You know, like you're so, even the way you articulate yourself, it's just, it's amazing. It's like seeing you, it's like seeing you grow up. It was, it was great. And, I, you know, when I finally, you know, saw you in person again and we started talking, I was like, wow, man, it's like a completely different person. It's like, it's like I'm meeting you for the first time. It was, yeah. it was so amazing to see Dude, you. Yeah, it, it, I feel the exact same thing again. It was like, it, and that's why I was like really excited to, to ask you to have you on because I think like. It's a, it we we've done. There's been so much time since we last seen each other, and we have like these images of how this person used to be, and to like see all this growth and change they've done, and like see it deep get to actually like put in the effort to like see how they've changed. It's like I was really excited to have you on because I think like people, I think there are people who can benefit from that, and like in a way that's not like too aggressive, but they can be like, oh shit, I was wrong. This person has actually done incredible tremendous growth and the thing that i you know that this vision this image i had of this person isn't entirely true and hope in the in the hopes that they recalculate and be like wow i 
I was kind of an asshole saying that they were ignorant when they've actually done this change and that they were actually just fucking around. Do I think it was funny that they were fucking around? Sure, not, you can disagree because comedy is subjective, but I hope that people are able to like see and be like, oh, wow, if I did that with him, what are some other people I may have made wrong assumptions on who may have been, um, who I may have like viewed negatively without really knowing how without much having a good solid, uh, I guess, an example of who they are. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I mean, it's not that I. I wouldn't say I care about the way people see me because I don't. You know, I'll be honest. I don't care the way people see me. You seem. That's why I'm such a troll on Twitter because I don't care how people perceive me. But. You know, um, if basically if, if I would be able to have like if I would be able to create like a perfect society, you know, it'd be a society that's full of love, that's full of people that care about each other. And I, you know, the last thing I want to see, Simon, if I see someone on the street that needs help, I'm you know I'll do whatever I can to help them. Or not even on the street. If I see anybody anywhere, I can't tell you how many times I've took food even recently where i took food out of my own mouth you know despite me saying hey you know i don't want to do this i'll do it because me as a person i feel like i'm in a position where i can help someone why not yeah you know it's i think it's that that would be the ideal society that would be the perfect society am i trying to do less of that now yeah i am despite you know it going against what i want i have to though yeah no i think People, like I've, like I've like reiterated, it's a common theme. People want to want to be absolutes, and you can't. There's, there's, there's no such no... thing. If you're absolute, you're wrong. Whether it's you're trying to be absolute for the right thing or the like, whatever it is, there's there's no way you can be absolute in something and be correct. Oh, of course not. I think I think what people is like there. There's this idea of perfection, and I do think society plays like a huge role in like perpetuating that that like that idea. That's why we like, you know, they we we idolize celebrities and shit like that, which I think is a stupid thing. But in what I what I what I think is like, there's no perfect person. There's no way oh, you can do good not. all the time. You're gonna make mistakes. You're going to do something that doesn't necessarily benefit multiple people. And I think it's okay to be selfish at times. I think in the it, again. There's a lot of things that one of the most important things that's needed is context. And we don't always have the context to understand people's mindsets or what they're thinking of at that time. And people, people don't understand that complexity that, oh shit, these things are, these things are actually like a little bit more complicated than I initially had thought. I thought it was this black and white thing because it was always portrayed as black and white. And it's not always true. I think it's important to like understand that you can't always be this person because again you you end up you, you end up like kind of fucking yourself over in the long run too there's a um there's a piece of advice given by the guys at fog they've played a huge uh, they played a huge like kind of like a uh, help in me in the last few months with uh in terms of like motivating me and inspir- inspiring me and changing like my mindset they've, they've been a huge influence one of the, one of the pieces of advice they gave is you can't you don't have to set yourself on fire to keep people warm. And I think like, yes, yeah. I think that's like something you're going through. You're that's the perfect analogy that, that I, <laughs> that I would describe myself as, you know? Yeah. 
you don't have to like just you don't have to and and even then even uh, i'll even use myself for example i was doing stuff like that before in like high school i was always trying to help other people and like do stuff for other people but i was you wouldn't look out for yourself i was setting myself on fire to keep them warm and i don't have to do that you know there are things you can do to like not do that you can like there are actions you can do so you can create a balance it's all about creating a balance life is about a balance hell yeah you know, once you tip the scale a little too far over the left and too far to the right, forget it. You're gonna you're gonna lose control. You got to exactly. keep it balanced. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, I want to go back to uh, something you said earlier about uh, the far left and the far right. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you consider yourself? Um, I've taken that like political compass thing, and I'm kind of like in terms of, like politically. Oh, you took the test. Yeah, I took the test. I'm like oh, right oh. next to Gandhi. So, like, whatever that means politically. Um, I don't think Gandhi was, like, the perfect person either. I mean, and again, that goes back into conversation, like, specifics. But um, I think, like, I definitely believe in, like, like, you know, it's basically the stasis of, like, this country, you know? You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I think you should do whatever the fuck you want. And you should have the freedoms. Do I believe in some regulations, some set of rules? So that way, you know, you don't have complete anarchy? Absolutely. But I think, like... Women should have the choice to her own body, decide what she wants to yes. do with it, whether it's, you know, pro-choice, you know, people should have, should be able to own. That's, that's the thing about pro-choice, though, you know, it's not pro-abortion, it's pro-choice. Yeah, it's pro-do-whatever-the-fuck-you-want. Would I, would I want my, would I specific, if I, if I got my, my partner pregnant and, you know, if that, that's where it becomes a thing like, okay. That's a personal issue yeah, at that point, you yeah, know? Yeah, it becomes like, well... If this girl gets one, sure, I don't really give a shit. Even if, like, I ended up dating this girl and she had gotten one previously. It's not, like, going to immediately affect how I think, but it's definitely a conversation between the woman and the partner to do things. But, like, if a woman gets raped and she gets pregnant, I think it's, and she doesn't want the baby, I think it's within her absolute rights to get rid of it. Of course. Because in some states, the rapist has complete power over the woman and can keep take the child away if they end up wanting it. So it's like... There, I think there, that's that's atrocious. You're you're yeah, making this woman relive hell. Exactly. So I think like I, again, that's where I think that option to that these there are things that need to be changed, and there should be the freedom to do whatever the fuck again, whatever you want. I may not always agree what it is, like, but again, you know, it should do like like Oregon legalizing like all decriminalizing all drugs. People are making jokes about like, oh, let's go to let's go to fucking or. or let me use one specifically because I think you'd get a kick out of it. But it was like a photo of Demi Lovato. Be like Demi Lovato on her way to Oregon um, to get heroin. <laughs> I think that was really funny. It's really because I think it's, it's funny. dark. It's dark. But I think it's what I find. I think and again, their approach to it is like what I exactly believe in is it's not the drugs that are the problem. It's the way we talk about them and the way we treat people with these addictions. We, the, the problem isn't drugs. The problem is re- rehabilitation. The rehabilitation, of course. Rehabilitation. Like, um, a, probably a political person you probably would have liked was uh, Ron Paul. Not Rand Paul, his son, but Ron Paul, his father. Um, in 2000, he was running against uh, George Bush and Al Gore. His whole thing was, uh, oh, yeah, legalize heroin. He had, like, a whole thing about legalizing heroin, talking about how the problem isn't heroin itself, but how we treat the people who are addicted to heroin. And even, again... By legalizing it, it's just, it's, you're, you're understanding that, like, what's different? 
injecting heroin straight to your bones or going or into your veins or going to a fucking doctor where he's going to legalize you some synthetic heroin. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just, they're, they're equally just as bad. Just because we named it something else doesn't mean that it's different. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that it's good. Exactly. It doesn't mean that, like, it's it's different. You're still, it's still heroin. It's still, you know, just because you call it, you know, fucking Oxycontin doesn't mean it's still not heroin. Or morphine, for example. You know, it's I feel like the heroin. people that, that say that are scared about legalizing it all, the only thing I say to them is, all right, so you're scared about them legalizing crack. So if they legalize crack, does that mean you're going to pick up a crack pipe and start smoking? No. no. You know, the the reason for the, the legalization behind it is so we can treat the people that are addicted. Ad- addiction isn't a crime. It's it's, it's a disease. It's a problem. And why are we why should we punish the people for having a problem, right? There's just so many stories I've heard of people that get hooked on the first try. All they wanted to do was try it and boom, they got hooked. Yeah. Now what? Now they're addicts. They're addicts for the rest of their life and they're in and out of the they're in and out of jail. You know, they can't get the help they need because they don't have the money. The state's not going to help them rehabilitate themselves. It's very few people that manage to get out of that hole and actually make a life for themselves. And I think that's one of the worst things that you can do to someone. To not give them a chance to, to stand up and, and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying here, but I need help. Well, dude, I, dude, I'm with you 100% of the way. So that's the problem, like... I know in DC they were doing something with like a you can bring in your needles to get clean ones and it's like oh it's going to promote drug use it's like no it's going to stop people who it's going to stop the spread of disease of people using and treating used syringes and allowing to get new ones so even though they're still going to do it okay fine but at least they're not going to get AIDS and give or HIV or another ter- other diseases by giving it to someone else you know what I mean I agree yeah I completely I, agree my my whole belief though is that it's definitely like a, a larger pyramid type thing where it's like it's not really like I think we all people who are at least somewhat educated in understanding and again it's not to say everyone's stupid but there are people who are not educated on these topics you know school doesn't always discuss right. this I'm more than and again and you know I can attest that there's a lot of teachers who I'm thankful for to talk about these things who were like willing to go out of the you know. The box. The, the curriculum. Box. The, yeah. the teachers that do teach you about these things are teachers that went out of the curriculum. Oh, yeah. Because Ashentino, school doesn't teach example. you about this. Yeah. Ashantino, for example, was telling me, like, oh, yeah, back in the day, they were using, uh, I think I, it was either him or you that I learned, like, oh, yeah, they used hemp to make, like, rope, clothes, uh, yeah. make milk. You can make so much shit out of, out of hemp. So the problem, the reason why they legalized, they illegalized it was because the, uh, in the, in the early days when we were big into like the tree cutting companies they're like oh well instead of using well, we'll lose billions and billions of dollars and go out of business if you switch to weed we're gonna leave. a lot of it was the cotton industry clothes yeah um you know a lot of your clothes is made from cotton hemp has the best uh, material fiber for clothes that almost any out of any plant that this earth can give you yeah you know so legalizing hemp means all these businesses either they switch over to hemp or they lose business. They lose so much, uh, exactly. so much money. So it doesn't. It's not convenient for them. Exactly, and that's the problem is that they've they've been in for they've been around for so long, like hundreds of years. They're not gonna let some fucking newbie on the block get get them out of business. So they get scared and they boycott and they you know pocket and fund these politicians to fight for them. And I don't think that's right. 
Politicians are there for the people. Sure, these 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 corporations, these huge companies are of the people because they live here in the United States. Sure, whatever. But just because they have the most money doesn't mean they should influence it in their needs. Exactly. I feel like your money should have no influence on politics, I would say. Oh, you know? yeah. But I mean, just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean that you should be able to elect a politician for you that'll do your bidding. Exactly. I feel like that's completely counterproductive to an American. That's completely counterproductive as a country, regardless of it being America. Yeah. Once you do that in any country, you know, that's that's no longer a, a, a democracy. Well, I would say it's a democracy if everyone in the country was a billionaire, but not everyone is a yeah, billionaire. Yeah, but not everyone is. And but by, not taking, everyone is. by taking special interest in their needs, you exclude the needs of everyone else, and that's just fucking dumb. Exactly. That's counterproductive to what you want. Well, I wouldn't say to what they want, but counterproductive to what we need as a country. Yeah, exactly. And again, like it, it, there's, it sucks that there's so many lobbying firms who are just don't give a fuck. And it, it just, it's just like more like layered complex thing. Cause like it, it just goes from one conversation to another. And it's like, they all have the same problem, but they're all like, they all have a, like a face, a similar problem. But they have so many other complexities and layers that just are so fucking complex and fucking difficult. Like, it's it's insane. Like, cause you, the same thing can be said for like pro second amendment, like you know, second amendment rights. Same thing can be said for you know, for so many different things. And it's just like, man, they all face the same problem. The first like big roadblock, but once that's over, like it's it all gets like a little bit easier as you flow through, man. Cause it's fucking. It is. It's fucking. Yeah. 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 I agree. But I feel like that's just the way. That's just the way things are right now. And you know, as a people, I think you know it's gonna sound hilarious because I saw these memes about Trump supporters now saying that we should spread love and you know not be divisive. You know, but they're not wrong. You know, if if we're going to start healing this country, it starts with us. It starts with the community. It starts from inside our households and who we talk to and the way we, we carry ourselves with, with the rest of our community. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't have put it better. I agree with you 100%. It's, it, yeah, that is that's absolutely right. It's, it starts at the bottom level, you know, and it works up. You know, it's it's like a... It's essentially like a, a river coming from, you know, a mountaintop. It's slowly goes down, but it turns into this, like, you know, blowing fast river. You know, it's it's definitely a process. And again, it also goes back to what we were saying about it. We can only control like what's around us. We can't control everything. So we start small. We control with the things we can do. Um, like you said, with the depression, as, as myself having a, a mild form, while not as intrusive and as uh as difficult to manage as someone who might have like um, a major depression or more uh uh, you know um, i would say maybe regular depression it's definitely hard because it's you kind of lose like control over things you don't feel like you can do anything and for me the exercise that i've always done that's always helped me is i can't do any i feel like i have no control over a thing so the first thing that i do is i clean my room because yeah that's one thing i I know for a fact I can I control, control. Exactly. And 
and it's not and again like it's in my experience it's always helped me but it it's a thing like it's the small thing you can control i can't control how the entire country is divided oh he left um i can't control how the the whole country is divided but what i can do is control what i'm able to do you know i'm able to control my oh you right there okay yeah sorry i th- i think i disconnected by accident that's all right um i can control like i can't control the entire country right but what i can do is control the divisions between maybe people i know and my fr- you know people i know on social media who like i went to high school with i can control that because that's within my realm of you know influence my my you know my cone of like i can reach out to that person they know me we have we've known each other and i can like kind of rebuild the divide you know what i mean and then right as, as you know in good faith in doing that maybe they do that with someone else and again it brings us all together makes this like puzzle piece easier to connect with one another of course yeah yeah so but yeah um i think that's i think we've got i think we've uh, we covered a lot today um if you're ever down to come back we can always do this again another time i'd love to have you on um before we end one of the things that i like to do on uh since I started, I restarted my podcast again is, uh, I like to leave a little bit of dad advice because I'm going to be mostly doing guests for the couple weeks. Um, what's a piece of like a dad advice. It doesn't have to be like anything like a, like just a good piece of advice you'd give for the audience. A good piece of advice I'd give to the audience. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'd say, uh, if you want to, if you want to improve yourself, you know, or, or if you're if you're looking to do something, if you have a goal in mind, um, it starts from within you. You know, you can't change anything. Just saying you're gonna change, you can't change anything. Expecting someone to do it for you, you have to put in the effort, and that's something that I learned the hard way. You know, I had to, I had to put in the effort to get to where I am today. I had to put in blood, sweat, and tears, and that's just the way it is. If you don't put in the effort, if if you don't, if you want something, you can want something more than anyone else. But if you don't work for it, you'll never achieve it. You have to put in time and effort. And I understand sometimes time and effort is something that's very difficult to come by. But even if it's just a little bit every day, that little bit becomes a lot. If you put in a a drop of water in a cup every day, eventually the cup's going to fill up. So just, just keep going. If you're going for something, keep going. Keep doing it. You'll get there. That's that's perfect, man. Uh, that's awesome. That's really fucking great. And that was my guest. Um, first off, I want to thank Kevin again for for being on here and everything. Just his his advice, just ha- him being on here and making the time. I'm really glad to have him. Um, I have no no advice for this episode because he did it. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, whenever you listen to this, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And I love you, and I'm proud of you, and we'll talk soon.